Hello folks and welcome back to another episode of this wonderful thing. I am sat on my bed, I am lovely and comfortable. Um, and last night I did finish a mix and uh, all is well with the world. I recorded it on my Boss BR80 voice recorder. Um, and oh my gosh, my left ear hurt because... I'm not used to wearing two sets of, of headphones. I wore the earphones to monitor what was coming out from the decks into the voice recorder. And then I used my Sennheiser headphones to queue up the different tracks. Um, even though my crossfader's not working, um, I'm still really happy with the mix. So I've been like radio mixing, but... It's just the way I brought things in. So things were done pretty nicely and how skillful, you know, just shows how skillful I am. Um, you know, with, with the decks. Um, I've known that some of the filters were done in some good places and there were things done in wrong places, but, you know, it's, it's not all sunshine and rainbows the mix was a bit rushed and everything but um anyway it's going on friday and i'm going to do another mix in may and i'm hopefully going to see if we can get some sponsors for the um for the nhs because then um and hopefully um give some to the i don't know publishers or whatever so it covers because the problem is, um, as much as I hate saying this, I don't really care for copyright rules in this, you know, in these hardened times. You know, we it's not like I can go out and, and play live um, and do stuff live. So this for me is, is kind of, I felt... That most of the stuff, I mean, it was not really prepared very well. It was just like, oh, as a CD folder, I'll see what's in it. <laughs> you know, as the next mix I'm going to do will be prepared. I'm doing um, a generation mix. So all the stuff I play at generation, generation, cloud rave, I'll be doing that and focusing on the stuff that I play at generation. So it'll be more <clears throat> lighthearted. And people will probably enjoy that more, whereas I'm just playing stuff that I liked, more or less. So, it's still a good mix. I quite enjoyed it, actually. Um, I think there's songs in there that people will enjoy. Um, and, you know, I did do what I do live. I, I don't play it. Like, there's one song, a couple of songs where you get a couple of verses and a couple of hooks... And you you don't get the whole song. Because I think, oh, someone's going to buy that, you know. Or someone will be listening to that later on on Spotify. So I just think, you know, what's the point, you know? Why can't I just... So that's why I chose not to do that. And hence why you don't get the full song. Because you wouldn't get the full... If you went to a club or a bar, you wouldn't get the full song anyways. You'd probably get, what, half or a quarter of it. So, um, yeah. Um, I'm pretty happy with this... You know, now I wanted to sit and talk to you guys um, just about a few things, really. Um, first of all, 
this coronavirus stuff, um, I hate to say this, but I just wish that we could get back to normal soon. You know, I do miss going out and stuff. Um, and I don't know, but I sort of miss the things I miss. It's strange. The things you, you, you miss and, oh, I'm really looking forward to just getting out, um, leaving the house, you know, um, but don't worry, I'm not climbing the walls. Um, I'm very lucky for what I have. Um, which, and 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 this is one of the strange things. It's strange what you you take for granted. You know, it's like oh, you know, people don't think, and then it's like you know, and then other things like. I, I used to do mixtapes. This is something I want to discuss. I used to do mixtapes in my bedroom. I used to do... I'm actually going to put my very first mixtape I ever did. I want to put it out online for people to have a listen to how... How bad I was, you know? <laughs> I don't even remember why I was... I I remember why I did the 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 mixtape. I was I was doing it for my pretend radio station. No, my first mixtape I did, I did it because people wanted demos. Um, people back in the clubs, well, it wasn't back in the clubs. It was um, it was for a hotel. It was for the bold. Um, or was it the? I can't remember. Was it the bold or the Clifton? One of the hotels wanted a demo because, you know, I used to phone round when I was really bored. I used to phone round wanting gigs, trying to get paid gigs for a hundred quid. Um, and now, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you to sort of the price range now. A hundred quid isn't a lot of money for um, to do a gig. Uh, to be fair, um, and now it's like I charge. If I do charge for anything, I'll charge fifty pound. Um, but I have done gigs for lower than that, because to me it's just like oh, it's a bit of pocket money. You know, some people get to do paper rounds, and you know, and I've always seen the fact now. And I'm not saying, you know, um, have I had, have I made money at gigs? Yeah, I have. Um, I have had paid gigs and they've been really successful. Um, I had somebody at the youth service pay me for a gig once. Um, so I'll tell you that story as well, because that's quite impressive. Um, it's it's the one time they paid me, um, because they uh, because I did this gig, um, 
I did it for uh, standing and people just wouldn't have it that, that I wasn't accepting it. Because for the youth service, I never took money. I always did it for free. Um, I never got paid anything from the youth service. But this one time I did, it was my very first time at the Guild Hall. And um, they paid me something like crumbs, like 20 quid. Um, but, and then another time, um, people used to see, people used to buy me drinks and stuff, um, which is fine because in the youth service, you expect something like, you know, someone to buy you a drink or something, but you wouldn't expect somebody to pay you. Um, and I was going to do on my other podcast, which is changing soon about, I wanted to talk about... (laughs) volunteering is it good the benefits of voluntary the benefits of paid um you know and if you're disabled do you have the rights to get the paid gigs so it's knowing your rights now i want to say that um you know it's i charge a low rate anyway um because i think I've I've had conversations with my mate. We've had little, we had little debates. We've had to, to the point where I'll stop the discussion. I'll let him just. I'll just agree to it because I don't want to get into it because he's such a good friend. The, I don't really want to get into an argument with him. You know, um, and he does like gigs where you know you go up to two in the morning and stuff like that. If I was doing from yes if if i was if i ever went to a place it's never happened but if i ever went to a place and did say seven at night and i was asked to do till two in the morning yes i'd want a lot of money for that i'd want i'd want a lot um so yeah um i've been ripped off for sessions or i've been underpaid for <clears throat> sessions which i'm not going to talk about but um people do ask me questions like is it okay to get you know paid gigs now that was the question that i used to ask a good few years ago yes um because well one you're working your own hours now if you were to do like a three-hour set um you could just get paid for the two hours. And no, it's not good, but you could do that. So you could say, right, well, the first two hours is free. The second two hours, I get paid. Um, voluntary is good if people support you, if people are giving you, getting you transport. I stopped doing gigs for uh, the BB's Best Buddies Club. And I'm going to tell you the reason. Because everybody asks. In fact, and I'm only answering this question because everybody asked, asked me. So I'm going to point you to this podcast. So it's not because um, I dislike Trina or I hate Trina or I hate her mum or whatever. Because at the time, we did have arguments. 
and I'm going to do an episode on all the arguments we had because I think it's just it's going to an, it's going to answer. But I'm going to give you the short answer. The short answer was they didn't support me. They were they said they didn't have enough money to pay taxes, which to be fair they probably did. I mean, a taxi what cost about five pound or whatever. Um, I mean, they didn't even give us like even when Joe and Nicola bought brought used to bring me. Um, to the sets, they never, they never paid us, and like when I used to get a couple of paid sets, I used to give my mates some money for petrol, so it used to help him out. But we we'd never get helped out, and you know, even when my real dad started helping me, we never got helped out. Um, you know. Because even if you do a voluntary gig, someone should give you... You should still be able to get transport. Like with uh, Guide Dogs, I did a gig for them and they got me transport from, you know, there and back to the gig. Which at the time, I'm I'm not sure if it was a great idea, but, it, you know, it's one of those things. You get a car there, someone drives you there, someone drives you back. What's the problem? You get up, you do a good gig... And then you finish. What's the problem? You know, and then someone pays you in, you know, as long as you someone looks after you in the sets and stuff like that. Which, like, people at Best Buddies used to buy me drinks. Hello, Galloways! It's me talking as Stephen and DJ Megatron here. I'm interrupting my own podcast for saying I do apologise for sticking the live videos in um, the coronavirus group. But I don't apologise for putting this in the podcast. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to give a big shout out to Natalie Walker, I think her name is. Um, She's messaged me a few times and she's been asking if I'm okay and stuff. So yeah, I am okay and... I've been joking about being dead and... and st- well, I haven't been joking about it. I've actually said, you know, hey, I'm alive, woo! You know, um... So, yeah, I'm going to get interrupted with a call about 7 o'clock, which I'll have to answer. Um, so I'm waiting for that to come in, and then after I've done that, I'll jump back on this podcast, and then... Um, and then I'll run upstairs. But, um... Yeah, I've been asked to do I've been asked to do some stuff on Hammies and Galloways online. And to be frankly fair, right, I'm not using a lot of online resources that are Galloways stuff because the online resources I do use are listening to talking newspaper. I don't listen to them on SoundCloud. I have this thing where yeah, SoundCloud is like music and podcasts, but when it comes to talking newspapers, I'm like, nah. SoundCloud for me is like a music service and like I get enough adverts thrown at me anyway. Um, so even though there isn't a lot of adverts for some of the talking newspapers, there are some for others. They shouldn't be advertising for like... Uh, I'm basically SoundCloud is, um, I use it very minimally. 
I don't use it as my everyday go-to thing. I don't even go to it to listen to something new. It's um, SoundCloud's gone down in in the in the ropes for me. Um, if if SoundCloud Go becomes cheaper, or if they get rid of it entirely because more people are using Spotify, um, then yeah, obviously. The thing is, I find Spotify more easier to use um, than SoundCloud. Um, SoundCloud has become has tried to become Spotify. I mean, SoundCloud has ruined it a little bit for me. Um, you know, so that's why I don't listen on SoundCloud. I have this little. It's part of my Asperger's. I can't listen to other things on SoundCloud. Par. Uh, you know, music. I mean, I had that problem with Spotify originally, um, that I wouldn't listen to podcasts on Spotify. Now I listen to everything on Spotify. Um, you know, the only thing is with SoundCloud, they have, you know, the talking newspapers on there. So, you know, maybe if the talking newspapers were on Spotify, uh, yeah, if the talking newspapers were on Spotify... I would listen to a talking newspaper on Spotify, but I don't on SoundCloud, even though SoundCloud is like, you know, it's the app for the young. Um, sorry, I hate to diss that, but it just seems that way. It used to be an app for musicians, uh, and musicians used to, you know, go on it and stuff. Now it's Bandcamp. Uh, and Bandcamp's like terrible. I mean, again, this is the thing. I don't like using anything other than Spotify because it's so easy to use. Like, I'll use the Bandcamp webpage, but I don't really like using the Bandcamp app. I mean, I might one of these days get an account on there because you don't need to pay uh, to do so. However, um, whereas with, like, you know, SoundCloud is... See, the thing is, I love Bandcamp because I can find out new artists... You can't do that on SoundCloud anymore because there isn't a lot of new artists on there. And it's just adverts in your face. They're forcing you to, you know, to pay for for a service. I mean, I keep thinking, should I pay because I, you know, I want to upload stuff to there. So I don't know. Um, and the problem is it's difficult to delete stuff from SoundCloud, you know, um... But they'd probably want to pay. They'd probably want you to pay anyway. It's 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 a strange service. It's one that I used to really enjoy using, um, but now it's it's it was like the next generation from um, MySpace. You know, it was like the music version to MySpace. But I don't think the problem is. You know, just putting music online in total. But um, when it comes to talking newspapers, I mean, young people, do they listen to talking newspapers? And if they do, do are they like me? And, you know, um, I mean, it's like the Galloway's Eye. And the Galloway's Eye used to come on um, a CD. And I... I'm starting to detest things that come on compact disc format. Um, 
just because I don't really... I have stuff to play compact discs on, but it's a bit fiddly. Um, I don't have a proper compact disc player anymore, so I can't just pop it in and play it. Um, which I might... I'm, I'm thinking of getting my Packard Bell player fixed. Um, I did have a little plug that would fit it, but now I don't. I think we threw it away because it was a plug that I was very unsure of. So I'm going to have to get hold of um, a plug that will fit my little Packard Bell compact disc player. And that would be handy to do that. Because I don't use compact discs. The only time I use compact discs is when I'm DJing. Which is why my music collection is kind of, you know... However, um, there's certain discs I won't throw away if they're not on streaming services. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, this is the the thing. This is why I think they shouldn't get rid of the Galloway's Ion CD. Because even though I personally think if they're trying to drive it to young people, I mean, yeah, they should have it, um, you know, on other things, which they have now. But I don't know. I kind of, you know, I'm trying to get the Galloway's Eye moved to... Um, to Magul Radio, where it's going to be more, um, you know. But even, the thing is, right, another thing, speaking on, like, the talking newspaper, why can't the talking newspaper do podcasts? You know, it wouldn't wouldn't cost them much to do a podcast, would it? And And yet, it would save them, like, even these talking newspapers that are difficult, like, the are probably finding it difficult to produce. Like, there's, is it the Liverpool one that has a cassette and seat? Well, they still produce on CD. And it's like, here's the thing, right? Podcasts are the new way. And there's going to be, uh, I mean, there's the R&IB in your pocket now, right? You can listen to podcasts and talk in newspaper and talking newspapers so i think the talking newspaper federation they should start looking towards podcasting because they could do a two-hour podcast the only problem with the podcast is you can't well you could skip backwards and forwards through it so as long as you had an easy podcast player for elderly people you know um but I mean, the thing is, it should still, they should be still be a choice. So the memory stick or the podcast. Now, I would choose the podcast because a podcast, I could go, you know, I could download that for free or listen to it on whatever podcast platform I want to listen to it on. Plus, I can get the articles I need. And that's, that's, I mean, this is what I, I listen to a lot of podcasts these days. I listen to the Retro Hour Alison, and it's like a podcast is like an audio magazine. See, back in the day, a lot of us blinkies used to get audio magazines on disc. I never did, but I knew friends who did. And a lot of magazine companies used to do audio magazines. They weren't actually targeted at blind and visually impaired people, but that's what they used to do. Now we have podcasts. So... 
And speaking of the retro hour, um, I, um, I always sort of thank Dan and Ravi because they they have this magazine format that they do their podcasts in, which is brilliant, and um, I love what they do. They've got a fantastic podcast. It's always great to listen, and sometimes you want to listen to more of that uh, podcast. Sometimes you don't have a chance to listen to more of that podcast. But anyway, um, I wanted to talk on... Um, just online stuff. See, I don't shop online. Um, if I do, I do it with vouchers. Speaking of which, I think my Amazon vouchers ran out. Um, so, yeah, because I was going to buy a book with that. I might, I'm thinking I might go on to Kindle and get some books from there. But, um, I'm going to talk about sort of services you know, and it's a lot of the services, a lot of the online resources are stuff that I don't use. It's, um, you know, it's one of them things. And the problem with, the problem with Galloway's, well, there's two problems. They've gone the R&IB route and they've gone to target, um, themselves to people with sight loss now i think blind people uh, i think totally blind people or register blind well totally blind register blind partially sight people they've all been um or should i say legally blind whatever you want to put it uh legally blonde whatever um we've been uh we've been sold out to be frankly fair you know, there's now more people with sight loss. Now, the the people with sight loss thing, this isn't new. It's just become a new thing. But with charities, you know how charities work, they start running out of blind people. They start running out of just people who are totally blind or people who are visually, you know, people who are partially sighted. They run out of those people. And they target themselves at newer people. Which means the services don't come as good as they should be. <clears throat> um, this is a kind of a rant. But, you know, it, it means that more people that are that have sight loss. Um, they're the ones that are getting more support now. Um, you know. And... It's like, that's why I hate the word sight loss. I absolutely hate it. It's a marketing term. I bloody well hate it. Um, call me old-fashioned if you want. Call me an old grouch. But it's just things like this. I'm like, why? You know? Um, I mean, this is why I hate politics. It's a political thing. You know? I mean, when the... Um, when they had the Galloway's thing, I wanted it to be um, Galloway's for the blind or something. But, you know, um, and that's why I like these small organisations that still say the words blind and partially sighted. I love it. Um, you know, like um, 
British Wireless for the Blind Foundation. They haven't changed. I'm so glad they haven't. They have changed things, you know. Everyone has to change, like, in technology and stuff. But just with wording. Um, so, if... I'm sorry, Stuart, if you're listening to me podcast or anybody, any of the big wigs, um, I'm do sorry for that. But it's just... I've got to have my rants and I've got to stand on my soapbox. I've got to step up to the mic and I've got to say, I do hate that. Hate those words. Um, you know, because I think we are being sold out. We're being put on the shelf and that's why I stopped marketing for um, visual impairment. That's why I stopped doing it um, because I just thought I'm, I've just been a complete sellout for a few years. And, and, and I want to go on record by saying, you know, if you want to take photos, if you want me to promote Galloways and stuff, I ain't going to stop doing that. You know, because it's, it's my disability, so I promote for others. But it's, um, if it's like, I don't know, if it's, if it's me wanting to do stuff, like, if it's me wanting to talk about sight loss, I can't do it because I haven't, you know, I've, I've, I've been like this for, since I've been born. So it's it's not I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a product. I don't change. I'm not like Apple, you know, where I know I'll 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 just change. I'll just swap out a graphics processor or, you know, I'll just I'll just swap out a new graphics card or a new sound card. No, no, it doesn't work like that. Unfortunately, um, I can't remodify myself anyway. So um, as a marketing tool, um, I think it's quite disgusting that. They do it. But anyway, um <laughs> it's been me ranting. This whole podcast actually started as a rant. <laughs> you know, it's great. Um if I was standing up in a room full of people, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't say half these things um that I'm saying now, to be fair. Because and I wouldn't even say it on my goal radio, so why am I saying it here? Well, the point is this, right? Um I've been angry for a while about it. It's like sight loss. You know, they're a sight loss charity. Now, I understand um, people who are just, like, losing their sight and they have to come to conditions. Yes, there needs to be more support for those people and there still isn't enough support for those people. So they do need quite a lot of support. I will tell you now, there was a woman, right? I was sat in McDonald's one day, just minding my own business. Um, I had a McFlurry. This is what I used to do. I used to get a McFlurry. I used to sit at McDonald's. Um, and I used to just think. I used to have my McFlurry. And then I would mess with my phone. Probably just check messages and stuff. As you do. Fart about. And go. And uh, it would take me about 10-20 minutes. But I used to... I used to um, I used to do my calendar on my phone. That's what I used to do because I used to have my N95 and I used to flick through my calendar uh, putting stuff in. I always went into Mackey's. I always went to Mackey's. I'd check, you know, anything I wanted to check, I'd do it in Mackey's. And I'd sit there thinking, right, where do I need to go? Because if, if I was in town, and I used to go to Mackey's a lot because it was in a very good spot back then. It was on East Bank Street, and I used to pop in, and I used to have a McFlurry. And this one time I was sat there minding my own business, and a woman come up to me, 
And she sat crying and she said, I forgot, I've, I've got macula. Will I lose my sight? I said, yes. She burst into tears. And you know what? I took her in, in my arms and I, I said, listen, and I gave her the Galloway's number. I've not heard from that woman ever since. Now, I don't know how much support she got. An elderly woman. I've not seen her again. But I gave her the Galloway's number. She wrote it down. She listened to me. I only knew a little bit about my kids' generation. But I knew people would lose their sight rapidly. But I was, you know, I gave her the answers that I could give. You know? Um... And so I do think people who are losing sight, you know, I think they're the ones that do need support. They're not getting enough support, um, I think, personally. Um, that's my opinion. Oh, right. I'll message her in a second. Um... So, the thing is, right, the thing is, if I'm going to jump, I'll tell you what, if I'm going to jump on my high, my high horse, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, go, go the full hog, right? You see, Galloway's is, I mean, this is the first thing, right, support through sight loss. You know, there is people losing their vision. I understand. And, but I don't think it's a completely thing, but... What's happened to people that have been in that system already? And there's another new thing. And I've noticed a new thing as well. Um, the, autist, the, the autistic charity, which is called... Um, oh, crumbs. Well, there's an autistic charity. <laughs> Sorry, my brain's gone blank. And um, they've started supporting blind people because some of us do have autism. Um, so autism initiatives, but that wasn't the one actually because autism initiatives. I've had an argument with them actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I've I've started marketing for mental health because um, unfortunately. They haven't started uh, marketing for anything else yet. So that's why I changed promotion because I was getting quite angry with the whole sight loss thing. And that's why I stopped supporting the RNIB and that's why I, I've got a distaste for the RNIB because... Of that same reason, the RNIB are going down that same route. A lot of people say, "Oh, you should support the RNIB," and but unfortunately, I don't. I've I've not supported the RNIB for several reasons. That being one of them, uh, there's quite a few other reasons. You know, I mean, like the products that the manufacturers make, they only make them for they only sell them to people who are in education or whatever. Um, if you wanted to buy them yourself, you'd have to literally have 
quite a few grand, but I mean, I would love to update my Braille display at some point, but um, it's not a necessity to do so. Um, you know, right now, and I wouldn't want to actually update my Braille note because it's got things on it that Amiga users had on it on their Amigas and stuff, and. I keep asking Humanware, how can I mod... Well, no, I asked... I was going to ask Humanware, how could I um, mod my Braille note so it could do all the things, but I don't think Humanware would, would like that because I rang them a while back and spoke to them about when my, charge, when my charging um, thing broke and I had to get a charging cable through them. And the question asked was, could I just not use any charging cable? They wouldn't even give me the voltage of it. But I think you could. I mean, it wouldn't... I don't think... I think because, again, they're the manufacturers. So they're giving you a manufacturer's answer. I personally think... Right, I this is my personal opinion. I think... You know, you could... Get away with building... Um, an adapter that would charge the braille note pretty easily if you knew the voltage and everything just don't tell human wear if you're going to do it um i mean i have heard um i saw on a braille users group it got taken down actually i heard that someone had done um had written a script for their braille note that could they could use the 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 later um internet on it unfortunately I don't use the internet on my Braille note for a lot of reasons. And I will talk about that in a future episode. But back to Galloway's then. So now we've got that little bit of a rant out of the way. Another reason that I don't use a lot of Galloway's online stuff is because, yes, there are young people that go to Galloway's, but there are a lot of elderly people that go. And I do... Love the elderly, it's not that I don't, but again, it's what support the young people get through Galloway's. You know, what 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 are they doing for young people? And I'm gonna give you the answer and no one's gonna like it. They're doing absolutely nothing. Um But when Generation comes back, I will be using Galloway's to advertise you know, and, and stuff like that, so they get used. Um, unfortunately, it's just, I don't know. Um, I'm not saying that there doesn't need to be services for elderly people, but there needs to be more services for the young. Um, so... And that's something that I rant about a lot, and that's something that my friend Helen rants about. So we we just want it, we just want it happening, but unfortunately, there's people. I don't know. It's what can you do? So. That's why I tend to do a lot of the activities that James puts on. He, he's a really good person. Um, and he's done a lot of great resources. 
So if I want to talk about that, it's going to be all the stuff that James has been doing. Because I think he's the only person that I sort of communicate. Him and Andrew Coleman, but um, I've known Andrew Coleman since the days before Galloway's. So since we we were in a band together, so, um, you know, and, um, you know, so recording-wise and stuff like that, I think... You know, um, oh, I think I did some, and I, I did some drums for your projects. He did, um, when he was in, uh, college, I did a. They asked me to play drums. No one, one project, um, somebody else played drums on, and then another project, um, I stood in and played drums, and then I did a bit of, um. Oh, what else did I do? I did some drums, and then they wanted me to do a little bit of keyboard for him as well. But he wasn't in the studio when I did <laughs> when I did that. So <laughs> um, somebody else was in the studio that some engineer was in, and they said, "Oh, can you play key?" I was playing keyboard for literally everybody's pieces that day. I was saying, "Oh, could you play keyboard on this? Can you play keyboard on that?" <laughs> I played keyboard on ten pieces. And, I, and, you know, I'm not a brilliant keyboard player, so I didn't really want to play keyboard on those pieces. But I did. I played keys on literally quite a few pieces. And then there was this piece that um, that Andrew Coleman was singing on. And I said, do you want to play drums on it? I was like, yeah, I'll play drums on it. So, again, these studio engineers, um, when they're in the studio and no one else is there, is there <laughs> you know, do you want to play drums on that piece? Of course I do. You know, brilliant. Um I loved doing that. Being, I was in the studio because none of my peers were there that day. It was when we used to go to college one day a week, and um, I just remember this one day playing. I just remember in, I'd spent a whole day in the studio playing drum pieces and keyboard pieces, and doing percussion in the afternoon. That was a great day. Yeah, um, I got to do play. I, I, kind of got to do what I wanted that day all day um so anyway um yes I got to play drums and keyboards I played keyboards the one of the guys he was in a band I got to play keyboards on that but anyway uh <laughs> this has been um this has been uh, um many many of a rant um but again, um, as a promoter, you know, I do Magul Radio and I've always said that I wanted to change things. You know, because it would, it was, I was thinking of how many listeners I could get in and. It would check. It would switch my show up a whole lot more. Um, but anyway, that's another story for another day. For now, um, I'm going to go into my next bit of the podcast, which is um, about dreams. And so, yeah, you've you've heard what I think about the Galloway's resources, and. Um, 
James, mate. I, I love all the stuff that goes out. <laughs> uh, but I'm not having, do you know, I'm not having to rant anybody. You know, it's just the marketing side, the political side. Every time it comes up, I always, I've been wanting to get it out for ages. You know, I mean, if I was on radio, I would always use the words sight loss or visually impaired, whatever, because it's like. I, I wouldn't want somebody running to Ofcom and then complaining to us. Um, that's not the way we'd want it because, you know, I mean, even even when I'm talking to Andrew, um, it's usually stuff that I can mention on the radio. So it's it's um, it's like Andrew can I mention this on the radio or, I mean, it would be anybody in Galloway's if. If I hear something in Galloway's, it's like, well, can I mention that? Like, there's certain activities that James has got fixed up. But at the moment, I don't mention them on the radio because they're not they're not happening. But they came in the Galloway's eye. So if it was in the Galloway's eye, um, then I would start talking about it. You know, so it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, it's... Um, if you hear it in the Galloway's eye, I'll mention it on the radio. Or if James gives the thumbs up that I can mention it on the radio. I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's, but um, if I, you know, I'd always, I would never say half the things I thought about the marketing side. Which is why I don't really jump on the marketing band, bandwagon. But I would love to do an article and I would say something like on the lines of, so if you're listening, this is what an article from me would basically sound like. It would go, Galloway's is a fantastic charity. It has amazing outdoor activities for young people. Um, the centres provide some fantastic um, activities and resources for middle and elderly people. But I wish that the centres would do more, would push more for younger age groups so they could get people using the centres. Because a lot of people ask me, why do I not go in there? And I, I you know, I'm clearly stating it. Um, of course, it's not an answer to anybody's question. So... It's, you know, it's it's one of those things, but it's like, you know, it's like there's a place called the Life Rooms and they do more for young people than Galloway's <laughs> do. I think it's, um, you know, look at what the Life Rooms are doing. But that would probably... I don't know, that would probably break the Southport service. I don't think it would because they got they have quite a few elderly people going in. They have quite a few people going in and using the service. So it's not like and it's not like I don't use the service. It's not like I don't go in. It's just I go in if I need something or want something. So it's it's one of those things. Um and I do need to go in once uh, once everything gets back to normal. Because I need a pair of over glasses um, for these 
because I still get, uh, if it's a bright day, my eye goes a bit funny. So I still need a pair. I can probably get a pair online. Um, so, but anyway, I just thought I would put my thoughts into this podcast. It's a, it's only an audio blog. I'm just popping down my thoughts as I, you know, it's on my mind and stuff. And, you know, you wouldn't get this in a Facebook live video. You'd get this in a podcast because in a podcast it's more better. You can actually listen to this while you're driving in your car. People who are probably driving to work will be thinking, I'm driving to work today. I've got to listen to this stuff. You know, I've got to listen to ranting. <laughs> this is not going in the article. Well, rest assured, which is why I'm going to put um, in the show notes, uh, rant plus things that could have be used for things that could be used for an article towards the end of rant. And I think if you're going to rant about something, you're going to get on your soapbox, at least put something decent at the end. I mean, you see, I've been to political meetings. I've been to when they closed the youth centres. Um, I remember when all that happened. And... Um, Everybody was upset, including myself. And we were all we were all putting the politicians up against the wall going, Why are you not doing this? And the politicians would say, Oh well, you know, it's what we need to do, it's you know, we need to make the cuts here, there and everywhere. So people just want to cut. That's all they want to do is cut, cut, cut. They um, they're not, you know, they're obviously not bothered. <laughs> um, but um, when it comes to, like, political stuff, it's like, what are my views? Um, and when it comes to marketing something, and when it comes to disability, it gets extra political... Um, you know, which is, I haven't written anything on my blog yet about it, but I think that, you know, um, it's like lockdown, it's affected everybody, and it's affected everybody's mental health, especially, um, you know, it's just like the grieving stages, you start upset and angry and then you just learn to live with it. Um, when we come out, I mean, I'll be glad when we come out. Um, it's just like darkened times, and I often think when people said the war would be over by Christmas, you know, when they say lockdown will be over in three weeks, will it be over in three weeks? Will we still be in lockdown? You know, um, will we still be told to stay at home? Um, but I heard some great reassurance from a farmer on YouTube and she was going, when we had the foot and mouth, um, you know, um, we farmers were in lockdown. They had it really bad, you know, um, they had to 
be extra cautious and stuff. And look at what's happening now. It's like foot and mouth. Everyone's having to be extra cautious. Extra, extra cautious. Nobody can leave their houses. Everybody's sanitising. Um, everybody's trying to keep clean. You know. Um, you get these public health announcements saying. Um, these PSAs saying. You know, please stay at home. Save the NHS. Save lives. You get all of that. And, you know. And the farmer was saying, people, you know, you get to throw sickies. We farmers, we don't get to do that. If we stayed at home, our crops wouldn't grow. We, you know, we have to make sure we got um, stuff to go to market and all this business. So they have a lot to do. A farm is a lot of work. Um, especially commercial farming. And they've had to sanitise not just the farms, but they've had to sanitise the styles, the gates. They've had to do a lot of hard work. And it's becoming very, very difficult for the farmers. So when we come out of lockdown, they're the ones that are going to have to work even harder. So anyway, um, you've heard me rant for a bit. Um... I'm going to stop this recording and save it and do some work and message somebody back and, yeah. Um, so that's all you can do at the moment is stay at home and save lives, which I don't know how that's happening, but it just is. Um, and let the NHS workers, let the nurses and doctors do their bit, you know. Let them go out to war. It's their time to do so. Um, but we're also in a spiritual time. So, anyway. Um, next time you hear me on this podcast, I'll be discussing dreams. <laughs> One notification. Messages. 32 minutes ago. Stop recording. Sorry, folks. Um, I was talking about my website and stuff, and then I got to dreams. Um, so I'm going to have to redo the whole thing. So this podcast has been mostly a rant. And as I just to prove there, but you wouldn't have heard it. Um, I did a recording, and now this is the second take. I couldn't put the first take in because um, I said something, I thought, oh no, I don't want to put that in the episode. Um, and this is the difference between the people that want the live videos, right? This is what I enjoy about doing a podcast and, you know, not a live video, which is, I can actually edit what I say, which is, you can't really do that in a live video. And I still do live videos if I've got something, if my camera's full and I've got, you know, like a notice board type of thing. And I really enjoyed the live videos back in the day. I still do. But the problem is, um, it's when you do something, you don't realise how viral it becomes. And that's the danger of the internet. I mean, this podcast isn't meant to be a viral thing. It's meant to be an audio blog. So I don't like writing. 
And um, who remembers Audioboo back in the day, you know? And I lost my audiobook. I couldn't remember the password. So I've been ages trying to look for something that does this kind of thing. Which, um, this is not a serious podcast. If I was doing a serious podcast, I probably wouldn't be using Anchor. In fact, I wouldn't be using Anchor at all. Um, and I do use Spreaker. And I, I want to do an episode on different pod, podcasting platforms. Um, but just a little announcement um, that um, I'm actually getting ready for bed, actually. Um, so, yeah, um, we're going to discuss dreaming in the same part of the episode. Um, but first up... I am writing a WordPress blog, which isn't the written version of what's in the podcasts. It's the better than that. It's actually what's coming up in the shows or um, any kind of notes or what suggestions that people may have. I can write them down, put them up on the website, and then hopefully stick it all in an episode. Um So back to what I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about dreams. Now, I thought maybe to make these blogs more interesting, maybe do a series where I just cover dreams. So I'll, I'll have a night where I go to sleep, wake up from a dream and stick it in the podcast. I mean, I've done that. I've I've made sort of poems of what I've thought about and then just stuck that in the podcast. It's worked. Um... I don't know, I mean, I don't really care about the people who listen to these podcasts. The podcasts, if you listen, that's great. If you don't, that's great too. <laughs> um, but obviously, you know, they are on Spotify and you can go listen. There's a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash audio blog. Um, and that's, you know, again, it's 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 just a promote this podcast in a different form of way and I'm not wanting anything more than just people to come to it and find out what it is um but also you'll be driving along in your car thinking you know for those who are driving along in their car maybe you're just running around your back garden you know wearing the lawn out um thinking do you know what and by the way, um, even though this episode's been most of a rant, I've left a lot of it in because I just think it's relevant. Um, it's what I want to say. It's I'm standing on my soapbox and saying about blind visual impairment. I stand to that words, you know, I, you know, about what I think about it, and I just think, do you know what? If people are going to listen to this. You know, so what? They'll be driving to work, probably. It'll be a fully sighted person driving to work. Probably who works on the marketing team. And as they're driving down the motorway, they'll be thinking, what, do you know what? I actually like this bit of the podcast. This is making me... Because you know when you're driving along the motorway and you're stuck in traffic, um, you know, when people rant about something, you normally take note... And it's like, oh, I've got to pull over here on the sidewalk. <laughs> um, but um, 
if any of you are driving a car, um, I urge you not to pull over on the sidewalk by listening to my podcast. I hope you just keep on driving and, and listen to me in the background. Um, but I listened to some of my episodes back as a as a side note and stuff. Anyway, back on to dreams. Now, I discussed in a few episodes back um, about how dreams have no rules. They're also a spiritual antenna. But, right, I want to have the... I want to focus on the dreams have no rules bit, right? Now, you know we've been told not to... You know we've been told to social distance and not go out, not go outside. Well, you can actually go outside without not going outside. Now, for me to explain this bit, most of you will know about lucid dreaming. For those who don't, it's called aroma dreaming. It's actual name. Now, if, for example, you had a friend and you thought, do you know what? I'm going to meet you on the street corner tonight. I'm going to meet you outside the pub, for example. Instead of, you, you know, you and your mate, you'd have to reachly, literally focus on what you're going to do. But obviously, if you practice lucid dreaming, that is going to real trick a few people. I mean, just imagine, just imagine, you know, emergency services driving by and they think, gosh, what are these people doing out? They should be social distancing. They should be in social distancing. Well, we are actually in, we're actually in bed, but spiritually we're not. We're actually on a street corner. We're actually physically there. Um, and we can, you know, stand on a street corner. You could even actually go into a pub if you wanted. Um, and like a hacker in a cyberpunk novel, you could just get in the pub and, um, I don't know, you'd, you'd probably find the beer cellar empty, but you could go around the pub if you wanted. You could, you know, um, you could do all the really cool stuff that you wouldn't probably get away with in a pub. Um, but hey, you could do whatever you want, really. Um, I mean, people aren't really going to catch you. And if they do catch you, you can just disappear like that. They'll just think it's a ghost. They won't think anything of it. Um, and... Hey, it's cool. Um, it was something that I thought of by doing this podcast. I thought, do you know what's really cool? If somebody actually lucid dreamt being in the park and then... I mean, obviously, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd wake up with a text going, you know, what were you doing in the park last night? And you'd be going, what? I was in bed. I, was, I wasn't in the park. 
you know. And people have done this. People have lucid dreamt. There was um. There was a there was a case in if you remember that thing in in Wales where the the, the landslide. Um, this woman from England she travelled all the way to that where that landslide was. She went to some of the parents' houses, and she said, "Don't take your kids into school." The next day, and those parents didn't. Isn't that weird how it happened? Um, and you never know, somebody could dream about somebody knocking on the door, then opening it. Um, and hey, you might get on the news. You might go, do you know what? I went into the hospital and I managed to uh, save someone's life. But I actually dreamt that I did it. You know, just imagine if that happened. Gosh, that would hit news headlines. But see, that's a way we can go into the battlefield through our dreams. It's 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 going to be dangerous, um, but it can be done. And, uh, you know, it's it's possible, but you've got to have a few dream skills behind you. You know, you've got to read up on your dream skills and you've got to train yourself. Um, you never know. You might see the virus. You might, you know, you might dream up about COVID-19. Then next minute you'll know how to treat it. Um, by gosh, you'll be a billionaire. <laughs> um but um you never know um but still you're actually safe because you're staying at home even though you're not home you're in your body's home but you're not if that makes makes any sense it's kind of um <laughs> your body's at home You know, you'll know what I mean. Um, now, I have lucid dreamt a few times in my life. Um, I used to have a, a spell of lucid dreaming. I would know. Um, I could do this thing when I was coming out of dream. The house I was in before this one. I'd have this thing when I, before I woke up for school in the morning, I'd be in my mum's bedroom. So I'd start off in my mum's bedroom and I knew she was going to make her way to the stairs. I just knew it. Um, or I'd be downstairs in the kitchen. Um... Yeah, I'd be downstairs in the kitchen. Um, and I used to float up from the kitchen side. My dream would end when I heard somebody in the kitchen. And I, But I was actually in the kitchen. And it was like, I know I'm going to wake up in a minute. I just know it. But then... 
if it was on a weekend and I was in the kitchen, something weird would happen. Um, like, we had a fruit machine back then, and I dreamt that I could win the fruit, beat the fruit machine, uh, because we had it in open door mode. Um, and I dreamt that I could beat the fruit machine. So I, um, I also dreamt that there was, um, there was a game on my PlayStation. We had all the demo discs. There was a game on my PlayStation that I just knew how to unlock a level on it. Um, so there'll be little things like that. Um... And so this one day, um, so yeah, I, I, I just stopped doing that. But I had this moment where I would start in the kitchen by the fruit machine. And then as it got light, I'd float up the stairs. I'd float past my mummy's bedroom. And then I would come back to my own bedroom. And I'd do that ever so slowly. But I knew mummy was coming up the stairs. But I just wasn't in my bed. And then... There was a time... When I was in Henshaw's. And... No, I wasn't at Henshaw's. I was here. I was, I was at home. And I dreamt as at the sports hall. And I was floating up to the ceiling. And I thought, I just know this is... You know... Not a dream. And I was floating all the way up. But I had other strange dreams. I had um, I had another dream. Um, a strange dream it was, and it was before I went into my third year at college. And they put us back in the same, the same rooms. But they emptied all the cupboards out and changed all the files. And I saw them do that in a dream. I saw the staff the day before go in and change all the files um 
But I also, in one of my dreams as well, and this is why I was here. And I actually said to a friend of mine at Henshaw's, who I've been speaking to tonight on Messenger, I said, because he was in Henshaw's, he went, uh, he went in a day, I can't remember if it was, I left, I can't remember if I left before he, him or after, but anyway, he was there before I was, and, um, anyway, I dreamt that, um, I went into one of the flats, um, in Henshaw's, it was a downstairs flat, no, he was, we were both at home, that was it, but, um, in his flat, because he was in the downstairs flat at the time. And in his flat, um, he had a new, a newest DVD collection. So he had his most haunted ones. He had like other DVDs that we used to watch and stuff. Anyway, this one night, um, I had a dream that I went into his flat and um, his CD decks were moved. Um, that wasn't the weird bit. The weird bit that there was, um, there was a, the toaster was plugged in and switched on. When my mate went in the following week, the toaster was switched on and the plug in the corner was switched on. So everything was left plugged in, right? Um, I went into my room in the dream and there was a CD that I'd left on the bed. Which wasn't there when I went went there, but my mates' plugs were all plugged in, and you know stuff he um, you know there's just stuff like that. There's weird stuff that happened. Um, I mean. couldn't grasp the changes you know I'm finding it difficult anyway um yeah Hi folks, I really want to interrupt this podcast with something that um, 
I really hold dear to my heart, uh, you know, along with my book that I talk about on this podcast, I also talk about religion. And it's making me question that a lot of people who don't believe are starting to believe. Most of people that believe, I mean, and here is something here. I really want to question the Bible here. Now, it says in the Old Testament that locusts would come and take our crop. And then um, there'd be all these plagues and stuff. We've had floods. You know, I mean, you look at the time of Noah. And these things happened. Now, let's look to today's world. Now, this year started with major floods. Rivers, riverbanks burst. There were lots of winds. Um, and, you know, and that got up to, say, March time, beginning of March. And the floods all stopped. And suddenly, what did we get after that? The coronavirus. And I think... I mean, what are we seeing? We are seeing congregations growing. We're seeing people listening. My stepdad today said at tea time... And I can't say that he's a non-believer, but he's just unsure... It's like, you know, but he said if there is something up there, whatever it is, it's making people realise. That to me, you know, and, and people think, well, they're reaching out, they're seeking faith, they're knowing that there is something out there. It doesn't mean to say, I mean, there are things personally that I don't believe happened. There's like, where's the where's the evidence? Where's the proof? And and sometimes I do think that people were... You've got to remember, people didn't have newspapers. And I bet you, half the things written down are very old ancient scrolls, very old ancient texts. You know, there's probably things that... I do believe that the Bible is censored. You know, it's like, well, Christians only need to know this bit and that bit. So we'll put that bit in and we'll put this bit in. That's what I personally believe. I believe there's more to the Bible than what what is led on. You know, um, I mean, there is more. You know, I think the beginning of the Bible was done on a lot of prediction. It's like when you do the weather forecast, you know, the word was God and the word was with God. And I do believe all that. I do believe all that. You know, but I don't believe the world was done in seven days. The world was not... You know, how could you make a world in seven days? How could you make, you know, seven... That seven days was... 
translated so people could understand. It's like Christmas and Easter. We don't know when Jesus was born. We don't know when Jesus died. We just use pagan festivals. Um, I mean, I have some pagan beliefs too. Um, which, which um, I'm not going to cover in this episode because in, in this part of the episode because I don't think, you know, it needs to be covered. But we have... Interruption. Hello? Why didn't you wake me up? Alright, I'll I'll call you back. Alright, bye. So we have disruption as you've just as demonstrated there. Um We have chaos, we have noise, we have, you know, and I mean spiritual, spiritual noise. Now, all this bit about God being driven out the schools, God being driven out the churches, well... I think it's people. People are... I mean, when I was younger, I went to a different church and I used to go to... It was called the Nazareth Group. And when I started going to the... um, the Nazareth Group... I used to go in there and it was all like a decent bunch of of kids. There was like you know, there was a guy called Simon, there was a girl called Claire, there was our keyboard player who went in. So there was a few people went in and, and, you know, they were about, what, 12, 13. And um, they were in it for about, they were in it for about two years before they left. And then it all changed. All these new people came. You know, most of the kids who had, well, some of them had learning difficulties. They changed. I mean, the the whole Nazareth group changed a little bit. But we went in and, and it was like, you know, you had the Bible stuff and that. And then but you went out and you saw lots of kids in the church. Because people brought their families to church. Um, you went in the coffee morning there's loads of kids running around but a few years after that um, you didn't see as many kids you know and even in the church here um, at Leyland Road 
And I started going there, there was loads of kids. Loads of kids. And then it stopped. I just think, you know, there's other activities. They happen on a Sunday morning. You know, I always thought that Saturday morning was when the activities used to be. Because, you know, Saturday morning for sport and Sunday morning for church. But nowadays it's what Sunday morning for sport, isn't it? All the kids go to sport on a Sunday morning. Um, but I don't know. I mean, they could have I mean, why couldn't they have the sporting activities at the church? You could have like a bit of football followed by a bit of prayer. That would, do you know, that would bring kids into the church. That really would. I mean, uh, crumbs, uh, a couple of years ago, um, we had a, a youth group on, I think it was a Friday. And um, I never ran that. People used to think I ran that. I didn't. Um, I used to play the drums there. Um, for them and uh, it kind of fell apart really um, it's a good job I'm doing something else on a Friday night because uh, I look forward to it really um, but that's somebody I need to phone but anyway um, I'm now going to talk about um you know bringing bringing god back basically and so what do i think the bible says to today i think people i mean the new test that see the thing is right my belief is people forget the old testament yes there was some great people in the new testament and the new testament is it's it's written for people of the modern age. And, and no offence, that's just the way I see it. That's just the way the Old Testament's for, like, the dinosaurs, you know. Um, and then the New Testament is, like, for the young. And don't get me wrong. Jesus Christ was, like, a pop star. He was, like, a pop figure. I mean... I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what, right, a hundred years ago, I bet you people didn't have, they didn't have the newspapers, they didn't have televisions, they didn't have cinema, they didn't have magazines, they didn't have podcasts like what you're listening to now, they didn't have the internet. The internet was probably going into your street, going into the towns, listening to town cry going oh yeah oh yeah bring out the dead the good news blah 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 the you know um mrs jones on the corner has died uh, she's been murdered oh yeah all that business and then you'd have your local priest or your local vicar and they would give you the bible they would give you the stories 
And they would tell you about if you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, if you don't condemn your sins, you'll go to hell and all this business, you know. <laughs> it was a lot of business. So, I mean, especially in the medieval times, they had um, to warn... Uh, to, like, warn people. They had pictures of the devil and hell and fire and all this business. Um, kind of all these fictitious things that we see. Um, and, um, unfortunately, I don't think... I don't think Satan is what people see him as. And the visions of Satan are... Obviously, yeah, I'm going to say his name, by the way, folks. Um, the visions of him in the Bible are not what we, you know, not what we say. And again, this, the the, the visions that people have of, of Satan, right? Basically, um, people are upset with certain things. You know, it's. Um, I had this. I had this convers. I had this conversation with my um, my real dad ages ago about this, about Halloween, um, and now it's like, because I used to listen to a lot of heavy metal, and when I stopped listening to heavy metal for a bit, well, I didn't stop listening to heavy metal, but I didn't listen to the really heavy metal. I'd sort of, and I still don't. Re- but I don't. I didn't get into like I'd stop listening to a lot of gothic stuff, and um, and he, yeah, I just think, you know, you know, well, but it's like it goes back to medieval times. People saying what you should and shouldn't do. Um, it's like Halloween, which I, I don't want to get into great depths of, but apparently Halloween isn't what people think. And all the scary stuff and all the 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 devil worship rubbish that you have with Halloween and mischief Fortnite and all that, that is done by a... Well, we got television to blame for most of it. Um, I mean trick or treat um i'd say isn't evil by the way trick or treat is not evil it's wrong there's a difference between evil and wrong and i want to discuss that in a different episode but mischief fortnight i don't think that's wrong i think it's done in the wrong way so yeah i'll i'll discuss that in a different episode but um, getting back to yeah, so we discussed about like fairies and uh, how men look like and stuff. But you know, listening to heavy metal, I always thought right. So Halloween is when people celebrate evil, <laughs> you know. But in actual fact, what I know, what I know now is what. See the things I like about Halloween is you're free to um you're free to 
you're free to worship what you want. It's got nothing to do with... And, and again, I don't really want to have this debate on the podcast. I mean, when we come to Halloween, I used to celebrate it in secret um, when I was a kid. But we'll we'll talk about that when I was, you know... And personally, um, I, I just think, you know, do I like Halloween? I'm personally not scared of it. It's it's nothing. I think do you know what does real things in the world to be scared of, you know. And in fact, when I started listening to Motorhead, and Motorhead never mentioned half the rubbish that some of the other bands mentioned, um, and I still liked half that rubbish that the other bands mentioned. But um, you know, we'll get onto that on a different episode. But you know, it's like fairies and. This, that, and the other. And it's like, it goes back to the days of medieval ages when they had all these pictures up of all these things. And now, they don't talk about it in a church. They don't, they don't mention the, you know, they don't mention hell in a church now. And Christians don't even talk about it. It's like, what? You know, it's like the enemy. Well, I'm telling you now, people, if you don't know what it is, if you don't know what it is, yes, I'm not telling you to be like that. I'm not telling you to be this. In in fact, we were never taught like that anyway. And... No human wants to go there. No human. It's not meant for humans. It's a place not meant for humans. And people are being, certain people are being, if your eyes aren't blind, spiritually, if if your eyes are opened, you'll see what's happening in the world now is an image of, you know what what it's like down there and we only get told a quarter of what it is a quarter of what it is you know when i was a kid i used to picture i used to imagine the again this was all heavy metal records <laughs> the burning fire i just imagined what it'd be like to be in a burning fire, um, and lots of screams, of course. Not, you know, not a nice vision. Um, which, they've got a quarter of it right, but there's a whole lot more. It's just... And um, there was a guy on YouTube who, he was... Um, he didn't, you know... He, he didn't believe um and god showed him it god took him there um and showed him but then he lifted him up 
and cleansed him. And you know, that happened to Jesus on earth. He didn't just have the physical pain on earth. It even says that. Even if you read the Bible, it says when he went on the cross, he had the nail through his hands and the nail through his feet. And people mocked him and spat on him. And I used to hate it at school when they would read the parts about Jesus being pushed up the hill. Is they go in depth with it and at a very young age um, there were parts that I didn't like as a child. I didn't like, you know, Jesus being pushed up the hill and he was being, he fell and he was being whipped and he was made to carry his cross and He had he had a lot of pain. They put nails through his hands and nails through his feet. But I think because Jesus had the power, I think most of the pain was taken from him. But he then had spiritual pain. Now, spiritual pain and spiritual agony, that is different. That is pain that we can't, it's hard to imagine. But um, he went and I don't think he went straight to heaven. I think he had to go through the other channels first. But he went there and he preached. He went down there and preached. Um, and took the people that couldn't get out, get into heaven. He took them into heaven. And so, basically, that's it. That's what you need to know. But I think today, people do forget. I mean, I remember it. I remember at school, we used to go in the chapel there for our assembly. And I remember vividly, Sister Teresa, if we were chatting in the chapel, she used to go, Now, why don't you show some respect? You're in God's house now. And, you know, like, gosh, you know. And we, it was like, wow, we'd been... We'd been transformed from the school to an actual... I mean, we had a church in the school. But it was like we'd been transformed from an actual school building into God's house, you know. It was how we were sort of 
made to feel really um And I remember another time when we were taken in for an RE lesson and we were told that we could walk around the chapel and have a look at some of the stuff. And we did it in history as well. And when you went to certain parts of the chapel, it was like certain parts of time you were going back into. It's great. So I always remember that. Sister Teresa telling people to respect i don't know what what that place it's probably a forgotten part of school now but yeah and another thing i remember was some of the great things we were told in school you know But the problem like that, when you, in those sort of things, we're not told about other things, whatever. So, now I've been sort of digging and realise, I think, oh, well, this could be like that. People kind of, you know, they don't seek certain things. And it's only since I have actually started to study certain parts of the Bible that there's like wonderful things in there that people don't talk about. The um, the book of Revelation is a fantastic book. It's um, a very scary but a very amazing book at the same time. And my trousers are broken. Um, yeah. Um, and the thing with the thing with Revelation is, um, the thing with Revelation is it's got, um. It's got some scary stuff in there, but it's got some really dreamy and it's got some really psychedelic passages in. And they are psychedelic. They're like... There's these beautiful uh, visions that it gives you in the book of Revelation. Which... Um, I think 
Revelation is like it's like um, Revelation is like all of these visions that came to somebody and they've all been written down. And that's why it's such an amazing piece. It's such a, you know, what Revelation does have. The problem is it, it's a lot of people don't seem to, um, Look at it that way. They say, oh, it's a doomsday book or whatever. And, you know, and it's, you're supposed to be anxious when you read it. You're supposed to be, you know, wow, you're fascinated. But it's like, otherwise, you're just not, you're just not fit. And you have to be ready to read Revelation. Um, but it's great. It's a fantastic book and it's, it tells you things like, it tells you like the lamp in heaven and the streets of gold and the streets that are paved with gold and people don't need to work and well, there'll be work for people who want it and all this and my people have the highest seat but we won't be the same when we die we won't be the same we'll be born again but there are things obviously we don't want to think about or talk about because we're so frightening but anyway um, I'm going to leave that bit here and hopefully carry it on tomorrow. Due to the foreseeable circumstances, and I'm going to mention this on my other podcast too, um, I'm not able to, well, as you all know, I'm not able to broadcast on Muggle Radio and I'm not able to do it remotely either, which is a bit of an issue, folks. So, um, to keep the listeners, um, I'm going to do my um, Mega Crunch Time show on Mixcloud. Um, however, um, it won't be a Magul radio show due to um, Ofcom rules because they're not licensed for Mixcloud and they're not licensed for Soundcloud too. Well, I knew they weren't licensed for Soundcloud because I remember presenters used to ask, could we do our show on Soundcloud? So... 
It's going to have the same, the same show name. It's going to have the same show time. It's going to have the same promotions and all of that. It's not going to be the same layout, though. However, there will be Geek News in and Galloway's News in. But this is just for the listeners, so there won't be any weird section. There'll be a midweek disco and there might be a high hour, but there won't necessarily be... Um, it won't necessarily be... How can I put it? And the reason why... There's one of the... Re- well, there's two reasons. Another reason why um, I'm not having it as a Muggle radio show is to the quality and the quantity. So... Um, my goodness, I can't believe I'm mentioning this on my podcast. Well, um, yeah, you know, obviously, even though I've probably got the best mixer since sliced bread and a really good voice recorder, um, people obviously don't approve of, of certain things. So it's like it'd have to be really high quality. I'm not sure. I mean, even though I've got full spec there... Um, I'm not sure if people can, you know, and plus I can't get access to the to the music library and people have tried. So we'll put our big thumbs up there and, you know, um, and they do have me in their hearts, obviously. So a big shout out to Ian and Dan. But obviously um, it's hard times at the moment. So um, to keep sort of to not break any rules or whatever, it won't be a Muggle radio show. It'll just be me behind the mic and my uh, my mixing decks. And um, it won't be like a rave. It'll be more like a the radio show. It just won't be Muggle radio or whatever. Um, if people want to um, rip the show and use it for their own stations, they're welcome to and um, whatever. And in fact, you're welcome to rip the show. Um but it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be just me talking and um, giving you news that's been, that I think people are going to want to hear and stuff like that. And also supporting some of the local businesses, Make It Workshop and uh, Jasper Sweet Shop and The Hungry Monk and The Tap and Bottles and any other local businesses. I might try and get a list and also bigging up some phone numbers. Um for people who are struggling uh, with it being hard times. And so, obviously, I'll make sure that there'll be a promotion, but it won't be on my goal radio. And if this works, if this works, right, if I get, like, more listeners to, to Mixcloud, who knows, there might be a, a DVD extra when uh, when we get back to... When we get back to normal, there might be a DVD extra, so you'll have your show from 1 till 3. And then once I finish at 3 o'clock, you know, the fun doesn't end there. You can head on over to Mixcloud, but I won't say, like, oh, I'm live on Mixcloud after the show. Um, But I will say, uh, what I will say is, um, if you want to head over, facebook.com forward slash DJ Megatron forward slash DVD extra. Follow the link there and you'll get more. And then hopefully people will be like, what's going on? Um, Of course, you know, obviously it's then when people start realising, oh, yeah, um, 
this is what we had before. It's like a, it's like our own little secret end of the show club, basically. So people go there if they want to listen to more. Um, we might be even have, we we might be even able to have things like a rave, a mini mix, all those kinds of things that we can't really do on McGill Radio. Still, sort of stick into the Ofcom rules. I mean, everybody, if you're online, whatever, you should be sticking to the Ofcom rules anyway. Um, but um, it's it's going to be sort of less quality but more quantity. So if people want that material, uh, there's also going to be uh, a WordPress blog as well, just sort of um, keeping people... Um, you know, sort of in touch. Well, actually, I've I've got my own WordPress blog. What am I talking about? But there'll be more. There'll be more material on that for people who um, want to know more and stuff like that. I'm also going to be um, speaking with the likes of the Talking Newspaper and and stuff like that. So obviously, um, I'm still out there. I'm just um, doing it very differently. To what I'd normally do because, um, yeah, I mean, I'm missing being in the studio. It's strange. It's uh, and there's no possibility of doing it. I mean, I could, I could do something else for the time being, but. You know, I, I wouldn't want to confuse any of people that listen. Um, so it might confuse a few people, but I'd rather confuse a few people than... I'd rather confuse people than um, having to literally baffle people um, completely. Um, so instead of baffling people completely... I'd rather go, right, well, here's a link, here's the show. Um, click on it, listen, enjoy. And it might just be that, because there's already going to be another mix going on Mixcloud, which I'm doing, and um, it means that people can tune in, they can listen, they can go, Wow! Well, no, we're actually, this is brilliant, you know. Um, I am going to tell the people at McGill Radio what I'm doing, but um, I'm just going to say, look, um, if you see any promotions for the Mega Crunch Time show, um, I'm going to use the, I'm going to use the location, I'm going to use the location, but I'm not going to use, like, people will think, oh, my girl radio is on now. Right, we'll click on the link. You know, <laughs> that will hopefully trick people, I think, because uh, if I make it sort of clickbaity, you know, very, very clickbaity, um, then people will click on it and they'll go, woo, what a, you know, we'll try, we'll click on the link, and then they'll click on a link. And um, so anyway, I'm going to do that next week now because um, I haven't got, much material yet, so I need to get some material, and then, yeah.
Hi guys, I interrupt my podcast again with telling you that uh, I am going to be telling the guys in the group that um, about this whole Mixcloud thing um, and letting them know that it's not a muggle radio show and letting them know that it's me doing my thing that I'd normally do on muggle radio but instead I'm doing it on Mixcloud because, you know, I want to play it safe so it's kind of me saying to you know, my boss, Ian, you know, hey, look, um, I know, you know, uh, Mixcloud probably doesn't have a license for what we're doing, but that doesn't mean that I can't do, I mean, I could probably talk about the stuff that I talk about in McGill Radio in this, in this podcast, but I might do that on my other podcast because, um, that's for like, that was set for all the DJ stuff. So I might do that on the other podcast. But really, I just thought, you know, um, I kind of really wanted to do this whole thing. And I'm just going to say, look, I'm doing something on Mixcloud. Um, I might be setting up with Rekordbox soon, where you see a, a track list um, and all of that. But it's not, you know, what I'm going to do is um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the location um, so it can be a bit clickbaity on my page. You know, obviously he doesn't view my page, um, Ian. But I'll just say, look, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna use the I'm gonna I'm gonna use the location to promote what I'm doing on Mixcloud. But that doesn't mean to say that it'll be what it is, because then if I use the location, which I've done on a few occasions, um, then that obviously means that um, you know, because if I map the location. I'll show like I'm gonna map the location so it looks, you know, some advertising it, like promoting it. Um, yes, it may confuse people, but at the end of the day, that's gonna be a good thing because it means that it'll be clickbaity. People are gonna click on it, thinking, "Oh, yeah, he's remotely doing a show." Well, I'm not, but it'd be great if people clicked on it because if people click on it. They'll be going over to Mixcloud and the, I'll still get the same amount of listeners probably as I'd normally get doing a show. Probably about four or five listeners. Um, listenership is something that I do actually care about when it comes to doing, you know, comes to doing things like my show because I want to still keep the listeners, um, which I think is very important. So, um yeah, I, I do care about my listeners a little bit. Um, it may only be about four or five listeners, but, um, you know, and obviously I'll put it in the group as well. And um, also there'll be a link on the podcast page, on the audio blog podcast page as well, so people can have a little listen and see what they think. Um Oh, I smell lavender. Um, but yeah, um, it's, you know, I I understand the Ian and Dan have tried their best. Um, so it's a big thumbs up. Um, I mean, I spoke to a friend last night who had some software, but again, we couldn't really do anything. Um, it's a case of just not, you know, I'm 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 kind of not all right with, um. Not doing a show, um. 
I mean, I am messaging people. Um, I might even be naughty and say, hey, tell tell the listeners about our Mixcloud link. <laughs> I might even do that. I say, hey, mention Mixcloud. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that because obviously, um, I mean, if it works, you know, there's going to be a DVD extra to the shows. That means people can still, you know, it's like pressing the red button. You know, it's like, hey, the show finishes at three, but if you want to carry on listening. And I used to do that, you know, I used to, um, what did I used to do? I used to do uh, a thing on Audioboo. And um, I used to say to the listeners at the end of the show, I used to say, um, if you want to carry on listening to more of the show, uh, head on now over to Audioboo. And people did. You know, there's about two or three people that did. So if this works and if people like it, then we'll be promoting this Mixcloud thing. But, well, we won't be promoting Mixcloud, but um, we'll just say there is more, more of the stuff that you, you know, more of. And obviously people will know and they'll hop on over there and they'll go, wow, this is brilliant, you know. Um, obviously then... We'll get the people from over there to Magul Radio as well when we get back there. So obviously, if we get more listeners at Mixcloud, we can get more people from there when Magul Radio when we get back open again to listening to Magul Radio, and then hopefully that'll work. I'm getting overexcited t- talking about this, and by the way, this is <laughs> this is on my podcast, my audio blog, of course. The guys, the guys at McGull don't listen to this, but I know Ofcom do. So, um, like I said before, I am abiding by the Ofcom rules, so I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to play any songs with swearing in, unless I do my own personal mixes for sound, for Mixcloud. But you'll know that it's like a cloud rave or something because they'll be done on the Fridays and um, Saturdays when we do cloud raves, and you know, but even you know when I'm doing the McGull radio stuff. Sorry, I can't say when I'm doing. Yeah, well, when I'm doing radio stuff, um, you know, I won't. I won't be swearing. Um, I won't be. I won't be saying. I'll be making sure. Like I will be putting in the McGill Radio Group. Like, hey, Ian, Dan, can I mention this on my show? Can you guys pop on over, have a listen, just check that I'm not. You know, here's the link. Just check that I'm not saying something I shouldn't, you know. And that's what I'm going to do, because I think if they ever listen to it and they might they might sort of... Um, I mean, obviously, licensings, it's always a bit of an issue. I mean, theoretically, I should really have a license to do this, but I don't. Um... And probably, and this is why in the description I've mentioned um, an Easter egg plan for listeners. Um, I mean, there may be only a few listeners for this this idea, but they're still getting all the stuff. Even if I put something, if I if I if I don't think it's going to get mentioned on Magul Radio, it'll definitely be getting mentioned on on Mixcloud, and 
Um, and this is why I'm saying people can rip it, you know, and use it for their shows. Um, if World's Awakening have got a spare slot or any, anywhere like that, you know, um, you have my permission to rip it. It won't be in the best quality, mind, if you do that, but... Um, you know, but another thing, another thing, um, I was, his. this is, this is another thing, this is another why I've, why I've put secret for people, this is like the Easter egg part of the podcast, I was thinking, years ago, years ago, right, this is not even now, um, of joining the lounge, and this is when I had issues with McGull Radio. This is when I had issues there. And I'm not going to discuss those because, again, it would be very unprofessional. But I had a few issues of um, management, shall we say, of what music we could and couldn't play. Now, again, on Mixcloud, the music I play will, again, be very mainstream stuff. It'll be stuff that I think will get listeners in. And I've got some crappy newspaper promotional discs lying around. I've got um, stuff that I think people will like. And plus I've got the mashups, but again, you know, that that we normally play. So I can still play them. Um, And, you know, support people, give them mentions and stuff. It's... I mean, I I might, here's another thought, I might uh, think of doing, like, getting onto the retro hour and see if I can get on the retro hour. I'd love to, I don't know, just anything to keep myself, uh, I mean, obviously, um, just anything to keep myself occupied at the moment. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not occupied, I've got stuff that I'm working on, but. I don't know, just to keep stuff happening. Um, I was a little upset and annoyed to know that there wasn't any other way. And I thought, well, you know, uh, there is Mixcloud. We can get on there and um, hopefully, I mean, you might hear stuff at the other podcast. But the problem is, um, it's like, I mean... um, It's stuff like that. So, but I was going to do something very different anyway. But um, I'll have a chance to do that when I'm doing my cloud raves. So, you'll know when there's a show going out. You'll be able to hear it. And... Hopefully, I mean, it's it might get more listeners... Who knows? And and then hopefully we might be able to when I come out of when lockdown finishes, um, I'll go it'll be back to Mughal Radio folks, but then I'll say, you know, for more of this podcast or more of this uh, episode, you know, make sure that you tune in um like three till five or something like that. I don't know. But the thing is It'll stay on Mixcloud so people don't have to listen from 1 till 3 if they feel like, oh, well, we don't really want to listen from 1 till 3 or we don't really, we miss it at that time, which a lot of people do. They kind of miss 
those um, those shows. I'm also going to edit um, a midweek disco I did for uh, John Edwards. So I'm going to mix that down at some point and I'm going to... It's the only thing probably from Magul Radio that I'm going to stick on Mixcloud, but I'll do something very clever with that. Um, yeah, leave that with me. Um... So it's eight minutes past seven. Wow. Um, so anyway, I haven't... Again, this is something that very few people will know about. Um, I'll just stick a few little subliminal things in the group. Like if there's something that I don't think should be mentioned. However, I won't be talking about the this thing that's happening at the moment because... I don't know if anybody's noticed, but um, we have to be very careful even in in this podcast. So anyway, I just thought I'd leave you with that. And uh, I'm going to talk about something else now in this episode. So the next thing that I'm going to talk to you, talk to you about is um, spring goals and uh my plan that um I'm currently in the stage of working on. Um so my spring goal was to get fit in the spring. Um losing weight sort of became a little bit of a a added bonus. And I was talking to mummy today and uh, I kind of felt like I offended her a bit because um from my research on Slimming World, it is a, it is a dangerous diet to do, Slimming World, it's, what do they call it, one of these crash diets, it's, you know, and I don't believe in a lot of the Slimming World stuff, um, I had um last week i had a pile of lasagna and a fair bit of chocolate easter egg and i still lost weight but um i worked really hard in the afternoon um so Unfortunately, my Apple Watch is down, but I'll get that fixed when lockdown is finished. So, um, you know, there's still things at the moment, like, um, at the moment, um, it's not just like eating less, it's working harder, um, it's... Yes, it's working harder. It's um I'm trying to think what else it is. Working harder. Um 
you know, I get up every morning at half seven, which I'll be reducing. I'll be getting up at 20 past seven. It's time from tomorrow. <laughs> um, you know, so I get up and I work. I do like two songs on the treadmill. And I'll do three sets of weights. And then there's the football. And I'm probably losing three or four. Well, I was losing three pounds. I lost like three pounds last week. So, whoa. Yeah, I'm I'm losing three pounds like in a week. Um, well, no, I didn't lose... I'm, it's like I'll lose something the week before and then I'll just, you know. But when we come out of lockdown, we'll just see what happens. Um, I mean... I know my body can't take certain things. I've been ill quite a few times, so... That'll be a story for another day, but you know, it's like I've even had a few pints since we like started this lockdown. You know, I've had um, I've had a few lagers and stuff, but I kind of don't think I've been. You know, it's like I've had like what we normally have at the pub, which is drinking crisps, but. I've had all other crap in between, and I've kind of kept it a bit of a secret till now, and still, still trying to keep it as secretive a little bit because I don't know. It's 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 you know when <clears throat> um, I don't know when things get back to normal. We'll just see. Um, it'll be. You know, a very it's a very difficult thing to to tell people, you know, or you can you know I mean I've lost I've lost my chin <laughs> you can just about just about see my jawbone which is like whoa that's um that's scary, you know. Um but I don't I don't think I don't feel like painfully underweight or no one's told me that. I'm painfully underweight and I don't I think like I'll I'll lose I'll lose that weight I'll lose it you know if I carry on um I mean mother says oh you won't she says oh you'll stop it you know you won't get to what nine or ten stone or whatever but you know that's not what I'm aiming for I'm aiming to get I'm aiming to get just slightly under 11. Probably about 10 stone. <laughs> Do you know, if I get to 10 stone and I start dropping ra- radically, that'll be like, whoa, no. <laughs> but um, when we come out of uh, lockdown, I'm going to get a blood test because um, I was 15 stone four a few years ago and I remember having... Um, I remember them saying stuff about my liver and gosh that was scary. Um I mean I I ate very differently then 
Um, that story I will tell another time, but you know, I was 15 stone four and um, I felt exhausted every day and stuff. And then I, I dropped to about, I think I did lose up to about, I got up to about 13 stone something, 13 stone 12. But then I got back up to 14 stone something. So I put it back on. Um, I mean, I have seen pictures and videos of me when I was like overweight, well overweight, you know. It'll be like, I mean, I remember when, I think I was about 14 stone 10 or something, and the following year, people realised it, that I'd lost weight, but... Um, you know, I still have my cakes and stuff, but I just won't have them all the time. You know, it won't be... It'll be knowing, right, that's an addiction. Can I only have this on a Sunday? You know, do I need to have it any other day? Um, and if someone does offer me a kick, I'm like, yeah, can I wrap it up and take it home with me? You know, have it the following day or something. Because um, I, pr I probably won't want it, but, you know, on that day. But I'll just set up a treat day and go, yeah, treat day. Um, because if you start gorging in, in between and that's when... Stuff happens, you know. Like, I might have the odd day where I go and support the sweet shop or something. That might be like, you know. But I might go, right, get something from the sweet shop and save it to treat day or something. I don't know. Just see how it happens. See how it pans out. But I think to kind of remember what it was like before. Because I was starting to lose weight at the beginning of lockdown anyways. Because I wasn't able to gorge as much and I knew. I think um, I had a, um, I had a wagon wheel. Had a had a wagon wheel and I had some popcorn. This was the week before and I had, had a pint. So, but I wasn't eating loads of stuff. Um, you know, I think I had, um, um, did I have cakes or something? Yeah, I think I had cakes and stuff. That was a Sunday before, but I think I just decided, you know, because I knew I wasn't going to miss it so much. I just thought, um... 
that's fine, I don't need to eat all the time, so... But, I don't know, I've been down the road before. Um, so we'll just see what happens. You know, I mean, the, the, the plan to become fitter. I mean, uh, the leisure centre rang me up today and said, uh, how's everything? And I told them, you know. So they were like, wow, you know. But, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go now. <laughs>